0: webtoons and don't forget boba. <laughs> Welcome to webtoons and boba. My name is Kara, and we have Sochi here with me. So
1: Sochi, how did we meet? I think we met through an app, yeah. and it was basically through our love of boba. That we met because I remember the first time we hung out, it was over boba.
0: Yes. (laughs) You know what? I remember because we went to a boba shop and talked for like two hours and we ended up hanging out more and more. Mm -hmm. But now I think we've known each other for like two years. It's been a couple years. Yeah. It's been a couple years, guys. Wow. Time flies. Mm -hmm. Time flies. And our friendship lasted. uh, Well, still remaining over COVID. So, yeah, we're doing something right. (laughs) i'm so glad for COVID to be uh over although i don't think it will ever really go away but you know at least we're kind of seeing the the end of it which is nice Mm -hmm. so how are you doing how's everything how's life
1: good um i went to the beach yesterday and did not feel afraid for once to be around other people yes because i'm vaccinated Um, So that's kind of been like a huge weight off my shoulders, like I'm actually able to go outside again. Um, So yeah, I've been good. How have you been?
0: I've been busy. So my parents are moving. So I've been helping out quite a bit. And that, you know, just I mean, they have completely moved now but it's just like a lot of unpacking and a lot of like knickknacks like where do these dishes go? Where do this random table clock go? Mm-hmm. Like all this stuff so that's been a little sort of tiring but I mean I'm excited for them and yeah so our podcast name is Webtoons and Boba so we need to feature a Boba of the week so what is the our Boba of the week? I like light juice oh lychee juice yes lychee boba no lychee tea and boba, and boba. Uh-huh. yes do you usually pair with green tea or black tea usually green tea because i'm a weenie
1: About caffeine. <laughs> you know i thought green tea has the same amount of caffeine as black tea Mm-mm. no it has less i think it goes like herbal white tea green tea black tea coffee oh yeah in order of ascending caffeine content Oh, I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. But I also just had coffee this morning, so what am I talking about? <laughs> I know.
0: <laughs> yeah, I I love lychee. Although I think a lot of people pronounce it lychee, but I have yeah. always pronounced it lychee. Um, I don't like green tea, so I always pair with black tea. But hey, boba is mm. you know a favorite. Yes. So now we're going to talk, start talking about our comics, well, webtoons, because we both love talking about webtoons. Mm-hmm. And we, we pretty much read them. You know, and after, after the ones that we normally read together, we will, like text each other <laughs> and then just talk about falling for like hours. So I figured, why not? Let's make it into a podcast. And then maybe a few of you can resonate with us and share our love or our hatred of certain characters. You never know. Yeah, Uh, the first one that we've been uh, really, really into is called The Remarry Empress. Do you want to tell them a little bit about what what is it?
1: All right, I think the premise is, I usually wouldn't have gone for this type of webcomic, I think, just because I was like, uh, I don't really know about the plot, but from the first episode, just like the idea of this Empress getting kind of revenge on the guy who's divorcing her by pulling a total power move and marrying like this other prince. And then you know, they kind of go backwards in time as to how that moment came about. So I was really invested from the start of that page is just like getting to like Navier, our main character, the Empress. Getting to hate the, yeah. <laughs> the Emperor Sobieshu and his mistress Rashta, or as fans of the comic call her, Trashta. Which yeah is, I don't I don't know how to comment to that one, but yeah. Yeah. And then we
0: love Henry, the the other prince. Henry. Yeah.
1: Especially when he's a bird.
0: Yes. <laughs> We, you know, this comedy featured two like really strong female leads. Yeah, I mean, even Rashda, who we obviously hate and call her trashda. If you really analyze her character, she's very opportunistic. She knows her strength and she works it. Yeah. So even though she's a bad character, even though she's a villain, you gotta give her credit, especially with her background of being a maid. She's gonna. Try whatever she has to do and so that she has a better life. Mm-hmm. So, like, on one hand, you know, it's like it makes sense on why she is the way that she is. Mm-hmm. Do we like her? No. no. But like, <laughs> give credit to her. Oh, yeah, she's a badass too. But of course, our Navier. Navier is just amazing. But the last episode, oh my gosh, the last episode is it, um, if you guys have not read that and uh, uh, read this comment yet. So, the very first episode, Lily's started with a bombshell and where she's getting divorced, and she's like, okay, well, I'm going to propose to be remarried and then the new uh the prince henry like shows up out of nowhere and be like here i am i'm the guy she's gonna remarry and it's that's how it ended and then we started working backward so i think it's just one more episode we get back to that point yeah right? the
1: divorce scene which is like everyone in the comments is like it's happening finally i know although we've been saying that for like the
0: pause 20 episodes yeah. so I don't know if we are really going to be there yeah but how do you think it will play out once they find out that oh is him
1: so we are up to episode 79 right now um I, I really want to get back to the topic of Rashta yeah. later on because um, I think I, I do have strong mixed feelings about that character uh-huh. Um, both in regards to, you know, how she's a female character and then how the audience is responding to her, but also she's very, like, conniving and <laughs> um, very insincere. So I have mixed feelings about that that character. But, oh, gosh, I, I saw so Beashu is going to just... The thing that ticks me off about Soviet shoe is that he thinks he has Navier and Rashta under control. He thinks he knows them and how they're going to react and everything's going to go according to his plan to divorce. Can I talk about spoilers?
0: Yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah, why not? You know what? Uh, just spoiler warning. We may spoil a few things in this podcast, but hey, be just, just a
1: warning. We're going to do it anyway. Go ahead. Yeah, so he, he's basically, his short-term plan is to divorce Navier, claim Rashta's pregnancy as his own, divorce Rashta, remarry Navier. He's like, this is going to go perfectly. Nothing could go wrong. I know how to do this, but he didn't factor in the fact that he is dumb. So I think he he's going to be completely taken aback by the fact that Navier is planning to remarry and get married to Heinrich, who is the now the king i think of the western empire basically his rival um I, I don't think he's gonna take it well no
0: and i know you guys can't see me i was literally rolling my eyes the whole time <laughs> we were talking about soviet Shoe, so yeah that's how much i do not like soviet Shoe. he's just a douche yeah yeah far worse than rashta is soviet Shoe. Oh yeah, but do you want to talk a little about Rashta um you say you have mixed feelings and then um, what what are your thoughts on Rashta like her f- character flaws I guess yeah. like, what
1: what how did you I guess go ahead what what your thoughts? very, very mixed yeah. um sometimes I'm like, oh, I hate this character because especially when she was, She's still pregnant right now, but when she said that Cosser, I think it was Kosser, um, who is Navier's brother, pushed her to the ground when he did not lay a hand on her. Like that, that is what makes me mad at Rashta. But then at the same time, so she's coming from circumstances that are very underprivileged. She was a slave. So she was enslaved um, by a man whose son ended up fathering her first baby. I there's so many ethical implications with that the power dynamic and then she escapes right she's a runaway slave and she finds this chance for a better life for herself Mm -hmm. I think the thing that really sticks in my ribs is that she is not finding a better life for herself and her baby she's finding a better life for her
0: I think her character is so complex and like mm-hmm. we can't just label her as like a bad person, but we can also label her as a good person. Mm-hmm. I mean like it's understandable, right? Like when you're a slave you want freedom, you want all these just just that personal freedom is such a big price to pay. Mm-hmm. And if that and to if to pay for that is having a child with an emperor, like I, I like I feel like it's reasonable to do it, but is it ethical? No, but then we both never gonna be in her shoes. Like, mm-hmm. like how can we even imagine that happening to us? You know, like it's hard.
1: But how are the people responding to her character on comments? Really negatively. I think it's been pretty one sided from what I've seen in the comments. Like everyone hates Rashta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> On the one hand, I'm like rooting, yeah, she she needs to go down because she's actively kind of trying to sabotage Navier, and we love Navier. Yes. <laughs> Navier is flawless. Yes. <laughs> she's this smart, beautiful empress. She really wants to do a good job at being empress. She cares about the people, cares about the success of the empire. Meanwhile, Sobieshu, who's supposed to be the emperor, and rolling by her side is just caught up in this drama between him his mistress and his wife yeah. <laughs> um but she, throughout all of this taking place navier has really remained focused on the empire and the good of the empire um mm-hmm. so yeah i i mean that i think that's why people are, are really against Rashida. Is of course she's she's the mistress of navier's husband right
0: i i I don't, you know, her character is just really complex. And then, like, on one hand, yeah, it's easy to say that she's trashed. Uh, but then on the other hand, I'm like, she, she's very smart. She, this lady is, I mean, she's cunning. Yeah, she fly, is. I'll give her that. <laughs> unethical, but very smart. Very, very. And it's a issue. Like, really? You have Navia, who is flawless, and who is who has grown up with amazing education and who's very intelligent and you think you are controlling her and then just because Rashta is a slave, you think you can't control hmm He's a one dumb emperor, I'm just saying. But, you know, I am really interested on in how it will play out. Like, so, Henry is gonna come in and be like, yo, I'm the guy. She's gonna remarry. And I... Wonder I mean obviously issue is like gonna be mad about it, but I wonder how Rashda is gonna react. And I, that's that I don't know. I don't know how Rashda is gonna scheme next.
1: Yeah.
0: And then oh here's another spoiler. The baby that Rashta is carrying is not Suviashu's. Yeah. But Suvyeshu <laughs> is using that as an excuse to to divorce Navia because he thinks that Navia is infertile. I think
1: Sophia, she's the one who's infertile.
0: Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Sophia Shu is definitely the one who's infertile. Yeah. So, also um, so rude. I know. <laughs> this it's why I
1: I love while I do have like mixed feelings about people like hating on Rashta, I'm kind of like, "Oh, Sophia Shu deserves All the hate. Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. I know. He's so
0: dumb. Like, how are you... At some point, I wonder, like, who is managing the country? You know? Navier. Yeah, true. Yeah,
1: (laughs) Yeah, that is true. (laughs) It is a one-woman show.
0: And, you know, do you notice how the last episode, the first thing Navier wants to do after getting married to Heinrich was look at the accounts book? It's like it's 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 cute how that's the first thing that she thinks of. she doesn't even think about like the marital
1: relations yeah. like she's just like i want to see that counts book yeah. yeah she's like so how is your financial situation yeah not not to be she does she obviously doesn't need money she's the empress but she's like how can i make it better yes <laughs> that's her job she's very very good at her job yeah you know i do wonder though like
0: Like Navia has always been trained to be an empress. I mean, that's she knew that she was going to be an empress one Mm -hmm. day. I wonder if she will want to be anything else. Mm. I don't know because it's a good question. So, like on one hand, I want to say that she's an amazing uh, uh, empress and she's great at what she does. But I wonder if we give her freedom, free choice to do to learn whatever she wants, will she still want to be an empress?
1: I think she does. Yeah? I think at one point in the comic, after she learns, accidentally, that Sovyesha is planning to divorce her and get married to Rashta instead. She does consider Who Am I without the title of Empress. She has trained her entire life to become the Empress. It's everything she cares about, so I feel like her identity is really tied to this title and this job. Um, I think, I, I don't know, honestly, if that question is ever really going to be tackled, because when she marries Heinrich, I think she is going to have that title again, or something similar enough to it, like queen. So, I, I honestly don't know. Yeah, yeah. I do
0: I'm just excited. I'm just excited for next episode. I really hope that the divorce is coming up. But then I also feel like we've been saying that for the past like 20 episodes. So I'm like, is it actually coming or and that the season's gonna finish in like about four or five episodes, I believe.
1: Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I think the season's <laughs> gonna
0: finish. I may be wrong, but I, I wanna say that the season is gonna finish in about four or five episodes. And so I'm like, okay, are they gonna do the divorce? Before the season finishes and leave us on a cliffhanger, right? Or are they gonna just bomb us with with that on the new season as a first episode? I do not know. Do you have anything to add for
1: this? Or if it ends on a cliffhanger, I'm gonna be very stressed. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. That's all I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I can't take it. <laughs>
0: Of kings and emperors and princes, princes and princesses. There's another webtoon that we normally read together. And that one is on a break right now. Yeah, And that one is called The Cursed Princess Club you're the one that introduced me to this. You kept telling me, Kara, you gotta read this. You gotta read this. And I was like busy with my own day. and finally I read it at work and I'm like, oh, I'm hooked. I remember, I think I no, I don't know which one. And I read the whole series uh caught up the whole series on like a
1: day and I was texting you oh that up. was that was Remarried emperors. oh yeah you're the one that introduced me to that one too yeah and I'm I... been trying to get you into Witch and the Bowl because it's so good yes
0: so but yeah now the Curse Princess Club uh-huh. um it's on a break but we love that one yeah right,
1: what is it about okay first of all not getting updates on that every Monday is really crushing me I know I wanted to come back but um, I think that is one of the more, more popular webtoons on the platform. The basic premise is that Gwen, our protagonist, is 16 years old. She is, I don't know, what her. I think she's one of the youngest or the youngest in a yeah, family. Yeah, she's the youngest. Yeah, in a family called the... Past of the pastel kingdom, it's really cute. Every kingdom in the comic is named after like a type of color or fabric. Like, you have the plaid kingdom, the monochrome kingdom, the pastel kingdom. Super cute. Um, but Gwen is kind of the odd one out in her family. Her siblings, her two sisters, Maria and Lorena, and her brother Jamie. Are so gorgeous that people literally are blinded by it in the comments. Especially Jamie, especially just Jamie blinds
0: everybody
1: <laughs> when he enters a room. Like people are like the light. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you know it's a very typical storybook until you get to Gwen. Gwen has instead of birds flying around her and flowers that spontaneously sprout out of the ground when she walks she has a possum and a rat (laughs) she has seaweed green stringy hair a kind of pale green complexion bulging eyes and a little nose and pointed ears so she's kind of like the odd one out but she grows up in an environment and we don't know why at the beginning, that is completely sheltered. I would think that it was just because she's a princess, but there's more to it than that, which is super exciting. We're still finding out why in the comic, but she doesn't know that compared to her siblings, the world will find her unattractive. And the moment when she and her two sisters are engaged to princes from the Plaid Kingdom, And those princes visit the the pastel kingdom. That's the moment that shatters that illusion she has. Because before then, you know, her family loves her. They never say anything judgmental about her looks. And she overhears her fiancé-to-be calling her really ugly. And it completely breaks her worldview. So, yeah. This is a wonderful comic. It has comedy, uh, twists that I never saw coming, cute art, and Laverne, a very sassy llama. <laughs> no way, or is Laverne a sheep? Okay. Yeah, she's a sheep. A very sassy sheep. But it also deals with like self-image and Gwen's struggle with her self-image after she's kind of shaken out of this lovely warm bubble that she's grown up in. And I, I just find it sometimes very sad.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That time when, you
0: know, when she heard those words, like she's really ugly. And then she finds herself in a room and then her image, it just cracks in the mirror. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's like when I read that, I was like, no, do not hurt my baby. Mm-hmm. Like, like, no, we must protect this girl at all costs, this princess at all costs. And, but the good news is that um she went into the forest and then she found this club mm-hmm. which is actually cursed princess club. So that they're princess and then one prince, we can't forget one prince. And they have a bundle. Oh yeah. Saffron. Yes, yeah, saffron. <laughs> so they are all cursed from you know their past, um, yeah. and they all have this little club where they work on themselves and they work on each other. Mm-hmm. And and there's the question of whether Gwen was actually cursed. I mean, she does look really different from her whole family, and
1: and then we don't ever see Gwen's mom
0: and
1: all portraits of her have been taken down and yeah. were never shown in the castle which and is then super
0: suspicious. the dad does not ever talk about her nope. either the dad always keep them out of you know out of sight mm-hmm. from the public so it's like maybe she is cursed and so that's that question and of course she runs into a little bit of trouble with her club mates because One of them didn't really didn't think that Gwen was cursed, so she was kind of jealous. But I mean, but pretty much this whole club is a is an amazing friendship group, and they support each other. They all have their own struggles to go through, and I like that. Like
1: Lobster Lady. Oh yes,
0: (laughs) and I love that they are confident in like in things, and they gave Gwen great advice. Yeah, like great, great advice. So, but as well we can like i say with the spoilers ahead um we read wait, what season are we on season two yeah i think there's only one season left. oh there's and... only one season oh one final okay. season wow yeah so the last season a uh, last few episodes we found out a lot more about her mom mm-hmm. and her past well not really her past more like her dad's past um uh, than we thought and it, it was a twist that I would have not saw it coming, seen it coming at all. It, it was an amazing twist. So, spoilers. We finally saw what Guan's mom's look like. And she's a splitting image of Guan's mom. Yeah. But Guan's mom had quite a bit of... Health
1: issues and mental health, issues. health too. Yeah, that that part got heavy. Oh yeah,
0: that part got super heavy. And you know how the dad was being so protective.
1: At first, we all thought he was just like being a
0: dad, super protective He's dad. single dad. He's yeah. like, "These are
1: my babies. I'm sheltering them from the world."
0: But in reality, he was fulfilling his the late wife's wish. Yeah. yeah, and and that was a, a huge twist. So I. I wonder if, like, this mental health problems kind of run in the family, maybe. And then Gwen, or maybe some sort of curse
1: did happen. I I suspect it's linked to a curse because, as we mentioned before, ever since Gwen's self-perception was shattered, whenever she looks in the mirror, her actual reflection is also shattered. She can't see her face. It's just, like, cracked glass. I kind of wonder if the mother knew when she saw Gwen as an infant that her daughter would never be understood or accepted by the outside world, which judges based on looks. Yeah. And so. I wonder if she, for Gwen's own safety from, you know, judgment, but then also possibly from a curse, mm-hmm. she asked the king to keep them all indoors.
0: Yeah. And then there was a notebook, like the Gwen's mom diary that has very, very alarming phrases. Yeah. Like I... That, that's the part where I was like, like I'm, I look ugly, I want to die or like things like that. And then... You know, we didn't expect that from this comic because Mm-mm. up until this point, everything was light. I mean, yes, it has like heavy thoughts, mm-hmm. but not to the point of this. Um, I wonder if it is a curse. Then does that mean the mom was cursed as well? I don't know. I suspect. Yeah,
1: this is and, all speculation. Yeah, until, until. yeah, this is all speculation.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and you know, um. The Plot Kingdom's king, mm-hmm. he was
1: okay. So a little bit about Gwen's Leland, da- yes, And oh. his bromance with the <laughs> king of the Pastel Kingdom.
0: So a little about Gwen's dad is that like, he goes on these voyages and he returns the artifacts to the original owner. He doesn't like steal them like other kings, but the but the Plot King was like oh he's a hypocrite and then that was it that was the only little scene that we saw and we're like wait what what does he mean but then right after we saw that we kind of jumped into mom Gwen's mom story Mm -hmm. so I wonder it has to do something with Gwen's mom also I wonder if they both fell in love with Gwen's mom and then the i don't know i i mean this is all speculation so
1: many questions
0: yeah and but i would love to know what that all is all about because i, I think this the author the artist does a really good job of these twists and then i, I can't i don't know what she's going to bring next at the end of the series do you think they will be married off
1: that is a really good question i feel like at the beginning of the series obviously once Frederick, who is supposed to be Gwen's fiance, calls her really ugly and this comes I think from a place of deep hurt within Frederick. Like he's not he's not calling her really ugly and and she overhears this. He's not doing this while he thinks she's within earshot. It's because he was bullied horribly when he was a little kid, um so he learned to hide the sensitive vulnerable parts of himself and be mean on the outside in order to protect himself. Um, I think Frederick has gone gone through a lot of growth during these past two seasons, and he and Gwen have actually grown closer. Yeah. So I was I was surprised because I didn't... It, their story starts off the, as the one that is least likely to follow through, and now they're actually growing genuine feelings for one another. They have so much in common. They're both bookish and underneath it kind uh Lorena and (laughs) Lance Uh, Uh, honestly I feel like they would make it they're both (laughs) really into like wrestling and just like fighting if is physically just they're bros they're both bros but uh it's Maria um and her fiance that I'm like okay they started off really strong but they found out they have differences, so that one I'm not sure about. I feel like Maria is still
0: in still in the teenage kind of mindset, like oh, I, you know, he's like a celebrity, and yeah, which. But the good news is the other two brothers really really care for these girls, and they actually listen. So I'm glad. I don't think that they will all get married. I think they will grow stronger. Yeah, but you know. You know, I am excited on how the series will end. Although I also don't want the series to end. So it's a conflicting (laughs) feeling. But we have a lot of characters in this web too.
1: Which one do you like best? Gwen is my child. (laughs) (laughs) And I say that because it would sound trite like, oh, like she's the sweetest, she's a genuinely good person, but she is. Like, she's a really sweet and good person. She like makes things for people she's always putting people before herself which is kind of leads to some problems that the characters are tackling with her saying you need to take care of yourself too um i i just i just genuinely like gwen yeah of course laverne (laughs) is the star of the
0: show this sassy sheep (laughs) course I mean Lovin' is like the family pet that needs to be worshipped Mm -hmm. man she's you need to go to her she does not need to come to you okay she does not need a no human to (laughs) (laughs) survive yeah Um, I think for me you know as far as the main character go yeah it's gotta be Gwen Gwen is amazing Uh, as far as maybe like side characters hmm I I really do like Jamie. Jamie's yeah. amazing. Jamie's... I love their whole... All siblings. Like, they're so supportive. And then they... They just genuinely love each other. You know? Like, they never once saw Gwen as, like, different. It's just... Mm-mm. Gwen is who she is. They are who they are. And then they... They know what they want. And I love that. Uh, I really, really like... Uh, I really, really like the butler.
1: Oh yes,
0: Curtis. Curtis, (laughs) yes. He is amazing. So
1: this is this is the butler to the Cursed Princess Club. Yes. Yeah.
0: Curtis is amazing. And I love when the last few episodes Curtis had to train the the cursed princesses to be normal princesses. And then oh my god. He goes into this military mode and he's like, I'm the boss. I was your butler, but now you guys are my (laughs) slaves. I love him yeah which character do you least like
1: if you have any I'm suspicious of Leland the plaid king I'm very suspicious of him I don't know why aside from him I don't think there are many characters that I like really really feel strongly against unlike in the remarried empress yes (laughs) Obviously, Sobhya and Rashta are not our favorites. They inspire strong feelings. Um, This one is a little hard. Yeah, I think there's no clear villain. Yeah. Yeah.
0: In this one, I would say the villain is is yourself. You know, Gwen's biggest villain is herself. Yeah. And I think for me, the character I least like... See, the thing is, I least like is... It's not even the right term. It's like relatively dislike, right? Like I mean, we ambivalent. love... Ambivalent.
1: Yeah. Ambivalent for this maybe
0: person. Maybe even the dad, like Gwen's dad. Oh, really? Jack? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I now I get it why he's so protective of these ladies yeah. and uh, his son. But at the same time, there have been certain things that he said, like how he wants Jamie to lead the military. Yeah, that did make me mad. Yeah, like, Jamie is far away from that.
1: Yeah, every sibling has a talent. Gwen's could be just, like, baking, being kind, doing, like, really hard work. Jamie's is definitely tasting food. Mm -hmm. Not necessarily cooking it, just eating it. Yeah, he's a food connoisseur. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) a food critic, a very famous food critic. Um, Lorena is really good at strategy and you know, she's good at hand-to-hand combat. She's learning how to fence. And then Maria, of course, is the singer, is the musician of the siblings. Um, but, you know, the king comes out and says, no, Lorena, you can't lead my armies. It has to be Jamie, your brother. And it's like, why? Yeah, that, that kind of fell into, like, the
0: traditional man had to lead. Yeah, And so that would be... that that I think that's the reason for me why you don't I this like a little okay i mean do i really not like it no of course not i mean i i don't think i don't like any but um, no no wait i
1: did think of a character i don't like i think it's i think her name is aurelia (gasps) oh yes yeah oh okay so aurelia
0: is part of the Cursed Princess Club and she did not take a liking to Gwen at all. And she's the one that was like, like, oh, I really don't think that Gwen's curse. I mean, granted, everybody was kind of wondering that whether Gwen was really a curse, but everybody just accepted Gwen anyway, but she sabotaged. Sabotage Gwen. So pretty much, what's going on is once a month, um, the leader of the Curse Princess Club. Spoiler alert! Yes, spoiler. Uh, what is her name again? The leader, Prez. Prez, uh-huh. yes, Prez. Uh, her curse is becoming a spider. Pretty much at that and time of the month. Yeah, that
1: time of the month. Not just a spider, a giant monstrous spider.
0: Yeah, like which think is like of,
1: mood. Oh, you know. <laughs> Think
0: of, like, the spiders in Australia, but, like, a hundred times bigger. Yeah. So, she, once a month, uh, during her time of the month, she locks herself in a barn, and nobody is supposed to go in. And, you know, for two, this is made so that uh, she doesn't bite anybody. Uh, It's pretty much to protect everybody else, really. And Aurelia pretty much tricked Gwen into going into the barn, and... Pretty much like put Gwen in danger and the rest of the people in danger too.
1: Yeah, I don't think Aurelia knew that Gwen would be in life threatening danger because she didn't know Prez was the spider, so I'm not sure she knew Yeah, I don't think any there was a knew. spider, giant man eating spider in there. I think she just knew Barn is off limits. I'm gonna get Gwen in trouble if I trick her into going in there. Yeah. But still it it could have ended really badly. Yeah, so but now you know
0: she's back. She's working on it. Yeah. She's back. She's actually one of the people that went to dinner with the the with Jack and the siblings for, because Jack really wanted to meet Gwen's classmates.
1: So, mm-hmm. and then I don't remember what her curse was. Oh, anything she puts in her mouth it dissolves. Right. Which makes it really hard for her to eat. <laughs> yeah. When is the webcam coming back? We I don't know. We might have to check their Twitter, but I don't know that there's a specific launch okay. date for the third season. Gotcha. believe is the final season. I'm sad, but I'm also like satisfied that we're gonna get answers. Yeah.
0: Uh, you know those are the two that we read normally. I mean, of course, we read the other ones. But what is one of the webtoon that you've been reading individually? I'm telling you, you gotta read Witch and the Bull. Oh my gosh! At this
1: point, I'm gonna have to read all of the webtoons. <laughs> <laughs> um, that is one of the ones that I've been reading. It's it's really, really pretty. Honestly, like the art is gorgeous. The basic premise is that there is a main character named Arrow, um, and then there's the supporting character Tan. And they both live in a society that recently, relatively recently, within memory, went through a war, witches against humans. And each witch, you can tell who's a witch because they'll have a gemstone located at the base of the neck. Um, witches can be male or female and basically there was a witch who was the worst of quote unquote the worst of them all which is the constellation witch Mm -hmm. yeah and so you basically go through those series where at the beginning tan is very much he's an advisor to the king of the humans he's very much against witches you'll find out later why there is a why but without giving too many spoilers he gets turned into a bull a curse by the constellation which where your zodiac is the animal that or thing that you turn into so for me i would be a scorpion and for you i guess would you be split into twins because you're a
0: gemini yeah i don't know i mean do i just have a clone on myself or are they just
1: gonna half my body i don't know I, yeah. Um, but so he's a Taurus. So he gets turned into a bull and he has to work with Arrow to try and get this curse lifted from him. But in the same breath, he's learning more about witches. He's growing as a person. Cause that, when the series started, I was like, Tan's a jerk. He's like, he's really mean to Arrow. He shuts down her coffee shop. Oh, yeah. And so they do not get off on a good foot. But I like Arrow. You'll find out more about her plot later on, and I think it's it's Mediterranean inspired. So the art is like gorgeous. There's color everywhere. There's magic and adventure and some romance and a lot of character growth. Yeah, I, yeah, and some pretty music. Oh, it has music. Yes, yeah. It's one of the comics with uh, not every episode, but certain episodes there will be music. I I really like it. I think it's a sweet comic, um, and it deals with things like like, prejudice and self-image yeah. and, yeah. you know, tensions between different groups and oppressed groups and okay. th- these two groups trying to work together, witches and humans.
0: Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. You know what? I'll have to give in. I'll have to read that sometime. Yeah. The webtoon that I've been reading, I just started actually, is actually a completed series. So, um, it's called The Assassin Roommate. And the I think I'm only like nine episodes in. So, I mean, obviously, I don't know much yet. But pretty much um, these two, this girl, she... I'm already forgetting the name. Because I don't... I'm so bad with names with all these characters. But the main character, she's looking for a roommate. And then this guy, he's you know he an is assassin <laughs> hold on hold on <laughs> he used to live in like a fraternity and then now he moved oh, in and then a
1: frat boy
0: yeah he's a frat boy so like we have and she's kind of more like a chubby she's thick and then i mean she looks great yeah but on a thicker side and then he's uh he's like this you know shirtless hot body like the chad but but he's actually genuinely nice and then there's do a little, i like this person <laughs> it's a little complicated and then like there's definitely a romantic ten- a sexual tension between the two oh, dang. i know and um and we found so the first episode we were like okay it's called my roommate is an assassin well assassin roommate and then like the premise the, the intro line was like my roommate is an assassin and she was the one that was looking for a roommate so we all automatically thought okay he's an assassin come episode two she's the assassin we're like what? I like this tourist. I know. We all like, wait, hold up. She's a badass. I mean, she's nerdy, but she's a freaking badass. I'm like, oh. And then, so, so we will see how this is going. You it, need
1: to subscribe right now. <laughs> yes.
0: So, I mean, I'm only in episode nine. Okay. So, we don't really get to see her her doing her job as much. And it's funny because, like, with that little glances that we get to see with her job she's pretty much just she looks like she just uh, doing office work but obviously it's much more complicated than that but we don't really get to see her doing her job we only get to see her conversing with her, f- her co-worker when mm-hmm. she's on like a coffee break so like we, by the way that she dressed we all just think that she just worked at like cubicle office somewhere mm-hmm. a boring job but like hey whoa she's an <laughs> assassin and then there was one time where the main character the guy he, he was getting beat up because he was like super drunk and you know the some jerks were like trying to beat him up and she found him and then, like, she beat all those other guys up and then he he kind of saw her but he was drunk so he wasn't really sure okay. and but like he was like oh her name is mag mag yeah mag and then um he was like mag are you sure you weren't there i swear i saw you and then she was like no i wasn't there and then, so I, I, I mean, I find that twist awesome and I would love to see how it goes. It is already a completed series. So, and it's not one of those where you have to wait for a day pass. Okay.
1: That's good. Cause I have very little patience. I know.
0: So I, I'm excited. But now we talked we covered about four webtoons so far. Well, three each mm-hmm. out of the three that, well, the two that we read together mm-hmm. and the last one. In which universe would you like oh. to
1: exist in? Witch in the Bull. Like, witch in no the hesitation. Really? <laughs> the Why? The landscape is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I, I want to be a witch and have, like, the little gemstone in the back of my Ooh. neck and have powers. And yeah. But then I'd also be persecuted. <laughs> <laughs> You're, like, conflicted feelings. Conflicted. <laughs> Unless I didn't live in the human kingdom, I'd be a witch in a witch community because seriously, the landscapes that are painted in that series are so beautiful. They remind me of Greece, different yeah. parts of the Mediterranean. So, without hesitation, also the food looks great. <laughs>
0: oh, yes. Yeah, I think for me probably just an assassin roommate because that's like the the modern times it's like now and what? the other two are like mythical and I, I mean Wait, m- why would you want to live in today's world because I would like to be the roommate of an assassin I will oh you don't cool. want to be the assassin I don't I, I think I'm way too soft to be an assassin Aww. I don't think I can kill people but then again,
1: Oh, I yeah, mean, that's right. That's what an assassin does. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but then again, I mean, I can't say that I would not kill Barbara. Oh, my goodness. Can we talk about this on the podcast? Oh, no. Don't call the cops, guys. I'm normal. I'm
1: I normal. feel like my answer was very different from yours.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but like the other... I mean I, as, as much as we love uh, the remarried empress, I don't think I would want to live in that that world Mm-mm. that universe uh, the cursed princess I may want to live there yeah so it's between the cursed princess and the assassin roommate but I think ultimately I'll just choose assassin roommate that would be cool
1: okay
0: yeah I could feel like I'm a assistant to James Bond that's true yes you could be like Q yeah Q to James Bond yes so that brings the end of our episode if you have been listening to this far kudos to you we don't have cookies so we can't give you cookies also let's face it; i'm just gonna eat all the cookies anyway so boo you (laughs) um we're gonna be talking about this every two weeks so just catch us on wherever you listen we are available apple google podcast addict you know wherever you want to listen to and we will see you next time
1: thanks everyone